Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation with me, your host, Nikki Cross. I'm the founder of Thrive Life and Business, and as well as being a qualified coach, I'm also bringing you my insights into over 15 years of developing people. These days, you'll find me working with my clients and members every day to help them lead in their life and in business. And if this sounds like something you want to do too, stay tuned or contact me for private coaching or for more detail on my group membership, Thrive Together. You'll find everything you need in the show notes. This podcast is dedicated to making sure you feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. So let's dive in. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Inner Work Conversation. I feel like this podcast should now be called the Get Ready With Me Conversation (laughs) because I'm getting ready again. I'm doing my hair and makeup and um, getting ready for a day of client calls And episode 51 was the first time that I had recorded straight into my iPhone. And to be honest, it's so interesting, isn't it? How we like, oh, I've got to have, to to do my podcast, I've got to have the right microphone and, you know, I've got to have my notes in front of me and I've got to have this and I've got to have that. It's all a load of bollocks, isn't it? The, the, The stories we tell ourselves in our minds of, all of the reasons why we just can't do something right now. And to be quite honest with you, really, a lot of the time, we're only thinking those things because of what we think other people might think. Oh, it messes with my melon. Anyway, I uh, I did do a poll on Instagram because I do care what you think. And I just wanted to check that it wasn't distracting or you weren't really bothered by the sound quality and all of that shit and it turns out no one is so (laughs) and if you are then this episode isn't for you but this episode is about how growth mindset and fixed mindset might be coming up for you in your endeavors so this isn't necessarily about your personal development although of course we're going to be talking about that and the inner work we are going to be talking about that because it naturally comes as part and parcel of the whole endeavours process. Um, but I'm going to jump straight in. This this month inside Thrive Together, the topic of the month is growth mindset. And I delivered the workshop and it really got me to thinking about what we all know growth mindset as and fixed mindset as. So if any of you aren't familiar with that, maybe pause the episode here and just Google it and look at the images and you'll quickly identify what the differences are between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Also, if you want deeper reading on this particular topic, I would highly recommend a book written by a lady called Carol Dweck. Um, She has written the book called Mindset, which informs a lot of people's work when it comes to the topic of growth mindset anyway. Today, I want to talk to you about how a fixed mindset might be showing up for you in life and business and invite you at the end of the episode to do something the fuck about it. Because I know for me, and I was saying this in the workshop, I know for me, growth and fixed mindset, it's not as simple as um, I have a growth mindset or I have a fixed mindset. And I think that's where a lot of us get it wrong. And I know that I've been in workshops and in training sessions in the past where it's been that straightforward, it's been that straight cut or black and white, like you either have a growth mindset or you have a fixed mindset and that's that. And I don't agree with that. I don't think that's necessarily true. 
I think that it's possible to know what a growth mindset is. So, you know, examples, seeing challenges as learning opportunities, seeing failures as giving you information so that you can learn and grow more, um, all that shit. And I think that when it comes to growth mindset, I think, and fixed mindset, and fixed mindset, sorry, is um, I have failed once, so therefore I can't do it. Or it's easy for them and it should be that easy for me. I'm going to go into it a little bit more in this episode today. Anyway, I think that we can have a growth mindset on some things and a fixed mindset on other things. I don't think it's as black and white as I have a growth mindset or I have a fixed mindset. And I don't think this is talked about very much. So I want to uncover a couple of bits in this episode today. And I want to give you an invitation to consider as challenging as this might be. And as much as you might not actually want to listen to today's episode um, as I get into it because it's uncomfortable, I think that it's going to be valuable. So please, please, in this episode, sit through the discomfort with me and um, please approach this with an open mind. Approach it with an open mind. I'm going to talk today about what I see in the clients that I've worked with, in my Thrive Together members. Um, And I don't know if you guys know this, but when you're a member of Thrive Together, you can also book in something called a solution session which is a 60 to 75 minute session where we clarify exactly what your challenge is and you gain the clarity and confidence to be able to take your next steps or your money back. It's that simple. And that's how confident I am in just one sec. I just need to unplug my um, careless. Wait there. That's how comfortable and confident I am in being able to help you because I understand what it takes to flip your mind from a fixed mindset into a growth mindset. And a lot of the time, that is what's going on, along with some other shit that we're going to cover today. So first thing that I want to challenge you on today is how growth mindset might be coming up for you in terms of approaching new things, in terms of your relationships, and in terms of the success that you may or may not be having. So let's dive into that first. I'm going to label this part of the episode entitlement and that sounds like oof like I don't think anyone listening myself included I don't think that any of us would like to say or admit to yes there are certain things that I have a sense of entitlement about but although we wouldn't like to admit it I do think it's true I do think it's true I think if we're all really honest with ourselves, which you can be because it's only you and me here and I can't even hear you. (laughs) I don't even know what you're thinking. But I think that we can all admit that when it comes to new things, it's that moment when you have been trying really hard or you've been putting in the effort and the hard work and you don't seem to be getting the results that you've wanted to get. You don't seem to be getting the outcomes that you wanted to get. And this can turn up in two ways. It can turn, uh, you know, and not and or, like, uh, sorry, not just or, both. It can turn up in ways of you might not be getting the results that you expected to get quick enough. Or, and you might not be getting the results that you expected to get enough of them. So it's about how fast and it's about the quantity. So like, as an example, you might have took a... 
I don't know, let me pull something out of thin air. You might have took a course on how to grow your Instagram audience or how to engage your team or fucking whatever. Don't even, it doesn't even matter what it is. And you might be following the steps that you learned in that training. But what, what I see happening and what can happen quite often is when we don't get the results that we expected to get quick enough, we start to go, we start to see our ass in our own minds And I don't think this is, um, I think this is all very subconscious is I suppose what I'm trying to say. I don't think this is like a outwardly, you're booting off, you're having a tantrum. I think this is much more underlying. And I think that our tantrums, our inner tantrums all play out differently. So if you have been working really hard on something and you're not quite getting the results quick enough, you, that might, that might mean that you start tailing off. And whereas you were posting once a day on Instagram, you're now not posting at all or you're posting once a week because subconsciously you're thinking, well, what's the fucking point? I'm not getting the results that I wanted to get quick enough. So what's the point? And we start to stop. I think that's the biggest sadness in how a fixed mindset will show up for you in life and in business. You know, same applies to if you were trying to lose weight or, um, you know, grow your nails or whatever, and you're following the steps that somebody has told you will work if you just follow them, you're not getting the results quickly enough, and so you start to stop. And I want you to self-reflect at this point in the podcast and think about where have you, in life and in business, because I totally understand that there is so many different types of people who listen to this podcast, from business owners to founders to um, you know, leaders in corporate businesses or people, humans, it doesn't matter. Where in life and business have you been doing that with yourself? Have you been following the steps that you know work, but stopping because you're not you're not seeing the results as quickly as you wanted to? That's entitlement. That's entitlement. Now, I want to caveat this. Please, please understand that I am a massive fan of when I have new information, I will make better decisions. So what I'm not saying here is blindly keep going with something when you can you can actually see it is not working. I'm not saying that. And I'm asking you to operate with integrity when you're doing this self-reflection in really think about where have you stopped when it has just been because you've internally seen your arse because you wanted to be getting there quicker. Or, like I said earlier, you wanted to be getting more or different results than you are currently getting. And the fix to this is to constantly assess your progress. When you are working on something and you're pissed off because you might be putting in a lot of effort or you might be following diligent steps that are meaning that you sacrifice things or whatever it is for you, really stop to think how that is working out for you. And yeah, if you might need to do something more or less or different, um, more or less or different to achieve what you want to achieve or be who you want to be. But that doesn't mean that you give up on something just because you're not seeing the results as quickly as you wanted to see. That's entitlement, okay? And I suppose that links into my next point because what can fuck us up massively along our journey to achieving something in life and business is outside influences 
And I think that people were quite shocked to hear in their workshop the other day that I didn't just mean criticism when I, when I started to talk about this. So let me explain. In the workshop the other day, I was talking about growth mindset and I was saying about how praise and criticism can massively affect the mindset that we slip into when it comes to being a continuous learner. When it com- Now, I think that if you're listening to this um, podcast, the inner work conversation, I think that you are a lifelong learner. I think that you are someone who sees themselves as a leader and let's have this right. You might not be a leader with a title or a leader with a team. That's not the kind of leader that I work with. The kind of leader that I work with is it's called self-leadership. It is someone who recognises that they have the power in their life and business to make choices, right? I know that you are someone who consider them, considers themselves to be a lifelong learner and I am so glad that you are here. The challenge that I want to present to you is how quickly do you stop learning subconsciously? How quickly do you stop learning subconsciously when you get praise? Now think about this. If you typed into Google conscience, conscious, <laughs> fucking hell, the conscious competence grid or the conscious competence matrix, you will find that when we're learning something, we usually go through four stages. So I'm going to really try to do this without fucking it up. The first one is unconscious incompetence, which means you don't know what you don't know. So when you're a baby in a pram, you don't look at other people on bikes and think, I don't know how to ride a bike. You are unconsciously incompetent, right? Just like um, if I asked you to hotwire a car, (laughs) that's an alarming thought that just sprung into my head. I'm not a criminal. But if I asked you to do that, you wouldn't have started to think about how you can't do that because it's never been presented to you before, or hopefully it's never been presented to you before. Unconscious incompetence. And therefore, it doesn't mean anything to you, you know? It doesn't matter to me that I can't hotwire a car because my success doesn't depend on it, right? When we are aware of something and we are starting to learn it, what we then slip into is conscious incompetence, which means I am now fully aware of what I do not know. And that is an uncomfortable place to be because it's usually the most vulnerable place for us to be. But at the same time, that's where our growth is. That's where we are finally tuned into the the things to do and the things not to do that will help us gain the results that we want. Whether that result is an achievement outside of you or maybe who you want to become, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. When we go through conscious incompetence and we start to learn, we then move into conscious competence, which means I now can do it and I know that I can do it. I know that I can follow these steps and get the results that I want, but I have to think about it really hard. And that's a little bit like when you're learning how to ride a bike. You can get on the bike, you can ride the bike, but you really have to think about it. And then the last stage is unconscious competence, which is when you get on the bike and you get from A to B and you didn't even think about it. You don't even remember it, right? So that's the stages. And the reason why I'm telling you about the conscious competence model, um, so it's just a learning theory. Sorry if that bored the living shit out of you, but you needed to know it. Um, this is the <laughs> this is the kind of boring shit that I buzz off. So this is the vibe. Um, <laughs> 
when it when we're learning and when we're in those different phases i want you to become acutely aware of how praise and criticism could affect you in those different phases so let's go through them when i'm unconsciously incompetent i do not know what i do not know someone coming along and saying to me aha you're so stupid you don't know how to ride a bike that might not affect me that much because maybe riding a bike's not very important to me. And maybe that's the reason that I don't know how to do it is because I've never invested any of my time and energy in fucking learning it, right? However, if I am starting to commit to learning that thing and someone comes along and says, look at you, you don't even know how to ride a bike. This is where criticism can start to play a massive part in how committed we are to our learning and how committed we are to our outcome, you know? So if someone comes along while you're learning how to ride a bike, so you're consciously incompetent and says, look at you, you don't even know how to ride a bike. You're so stupid. How do you think, be honest with yourself, how do you think that's going to affect your continued learning? Will you want to continue to learn in in a street where everyone can see you or are you going to want to hide away, right? Are you going to want to not learn at all because it hurt too much for someone else to take the piss out of you and criticise you? And for those of you who have businesses and who are on Instagram, same applies to you. When you post something that's new to you or particularly vulnerable to you and someone comes along with an, with an opinion on that, whether that opinion is criticism, haha, check you out, you're so stupid, I don't like your content, or whether that opinion is praise, whether that opinion is praise, how impacted are you being by praise and criticism? When you're consciously competent, when you are, when you know what you need to know to do the thing or be the way you want to be, and someone comes along and says, wow, I wish I could do that, does that spare you on? Or does that um, mean for you that you stop learning because someone else has acknowledged that you're already good at it? So what I want you to see here is both sides of the coin where criticism comes in and impacts both your growth and your outcomes in that someone could say something mean or something you don't like to hear and that could make you stop in your tracks because you don't want to keep gaining that kind of feedback. Or someone could come along with praise and that could make you stop learning and stop making progress because you, what is commonly known as rest on your laurels. And this, this podcast episode is an invitation. It's an invitation to you to um, really reflect on where in your life and business you might give up too quickly because you're gaining outside criticism or you're gaining outside praise. And I know that this applies. I just want you to dig deep and really think about where you're being impacted by those things. And then the last thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode today, um, and it's good because we're on mascara, which is always the last thing. So if you can hear me popping my mascara out of the tube, that's the noise in the background. And also, I just want to give myself a little bit of credit where credit's due here. I'm currently talking to you doing my bottom eyelashes. So for those of you who do this, please understand the challenge that I am currently facing. And I think I'm doing a pretty good job. Anyway, last thing is all or nothing. Where is a fixed mindset putting you in all or nothing mode in life and in business? So you all know the all or nothing thing. 
you know, well, if I can't post every single day, I'm not going to do it at all. If I can't eat healthily every single day, I may as well just eat shit. It's that kind of thing, right? Where is a fixed mindset keeping you in all or nothing? Now, the way that I would like you to reflect on this is with a fixed mindset, it's about it's about your growth. It's about your continued development. And so if you're in a fixed mindset, the likelihood is that your brain is telling you, but I can't do that. I'm no good at that. And therefore you don't even try. And I don't know where you've got this evidence from that you're no good at it. And when people say that to me, when my clients say, I'm not very good at that, I will always come back at them with, where's your evidence? Where's your evidence of, I'm not very good at that thing? Because if their evidence is, well, I tried it once and it didn't work for me. So as an example of that, if someone's, ooh, hang on a minute, throwing things around the room here. If someone's come to power planning, if a Thrive Together member has come to power planning maybe once or twice and then gone, oh, um, it didn't work for me. My God, am I going to hit you with a fixed mindset stick <laughs> and give you an opportunity to adopt a growth mindset? Because let me tell you, in power planning and in most of my work, I never tell you what to do. I never give you a 10-step technique that works for fucking everyone. Because guess what? We're all different. And 10 steps don't always work for everyone, especially when it comes to planning and seeing things through, you know, and this spans so, so far from our preferences and how we like to work to how we have been professionally brought up to our human design, so, so many things to consider. And so what I'm really proud of when it comes to what I've created with Thrive, um, uh, Thrive Together is the practices that we follow they are suited to you. You take my practices and you make them suited to you. So when someone comes at me and says, I came to power planning a couple of times and it doesn't work for me, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> you're in all or nothing. You are in all or nothing. You have tried it. And because you struggled with it once or twice, you are not going to try it again. Now, don't get me wrong. It's very different if someone comes to me and says, I came to power planning and I hated it. I didn't like it. And I choose, I make an informed choice that I am going to use my time in a way that suits me better. Respect to you. Respect to you. If you are coming to me saying, I tried it once or I tried it twice and it doesn't work for me because X, Y, and Z, my challenge is to you, try again. Try a fucking again because what i hate to see in anyone that i work with is them split, slip into all or nothing thinking i can't do that because you know and oh my god it shows up in such sneaky ways i can't i can't offer um to coach new mums because i haven't finished this coaching qualification i can't um challenge my team on x y and z because i haven't figured out the details yet and what when the biggest telltale sign of you slipping into a fixed mindset when it comes to all or nothing is you will justify it with something that sounds rational and logical so i challenge you in this episode today are you justifying 
giving up on something too soon or being all or nothing with something because you are rationalizing it when actually you're not in integrity, challenging you on that today. And so that's where I'm going to wrap up the episode, I think. I, um, I've got a, I think I said at the beginning of the episode today, I've got a full day of client calls today and I am very much looking forward to it. And, um, I'm also a little bit sad about it because we're currently in November, 2021. My doors for my one-to-one work have opened up with a January start, which is amazing. And I always really look forward to welcoming new discovery calls with new one-to-one clients and new clients on board. So I'm very, very much looking forward to that. But what it also means is client journeys are starting to wrap up. Now, it's not it's not goodbye forever because any one-to-one client of mine also gets access to Thrive Together. So they will we'll see each other inside of there. But we go deep in our one-to-one work and it's always quite an emotional time to say goodbye to speaking to each other on a fortnightly basis. So wish me luck with today. I'll get the tissues out. Maybe the mascara I've put on will come off. But anyway, hope you have an intentional day. I hope that this episode has massively, massively served you. Please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.